The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week four episode edition, whatever you want to call it. I, I, I can't, I can't start this without Given a couple words about how I cannot stand this slate bear. <laughs> it I, makes two. Uh, it, I, I said last week how much I yep, loved it. Exactly. We loved and, it. And, and, and it was great. Yep. And it couldn't have treated us any better. Um, and now I look Sunday. I'm sitting there waiting for the numbers from our guys, you know, our other guys in the desert as, as they're the first to post them. Yep. And I'm just scrolling down and scrolling down and scrolling down and scrolling down yeah, and nothing. I mean, nothing popped out. Like I got games. I, I like wrote like question mark next to that question mark. There. Like I don't have one thing like circled and starred it's, on it, this rotation. Right. It, 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 it is oh. one thing that I kind of like, but I, I, so, all right, let's start there then, because I don't know if we're going to have a big Mike happy recap. Because I don't know what I'm officially given. We're going to talk about plenty of the games. Don't worry about that. We got Coach Donnan with a steamer at the end of the pod. Uh, he's been red hot and some awesome stories he's got from his Oklahoma days coaching with Barry Switzer and, and, and coaching Jamel Holloway. Uh, who, if you don't know, if you're that young, YouTube Jamel Holloway. Man. That man ran college football when he was involved. Just. I'll just tell you that. You've seen Pulp Fiction and the Samuel L. Jackson scene with like the, the, the wallet and what's on the wallet. Jamel, Jamel Holloway, that was his wallet. <laughs> uh, I got a couple of words for uh, – and, and we have our coaches. Yes, we have our top five coaches, which uh, I'll, I'll talk about that later when we do it because I didn't like – you, you and Buck not back there what? No, backed no, no, me into I, I, a corner. I Why? got parameters for mine, no, all right? No, no, no. Just I'm just make a decision. Say I'm just going to say you, I got you're parameters. You're trying to be this big, elitist, power five coaches. Oh, no, 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 no. Group of five count. Why couldn't we do power five and group of five? All in one. Well, all, all we'll in see. one. We'll see. Uh, but we got – now, we, all right, we'll talk about the parameters and all that stuff yeah. when we get there. <laughs> uh, we got games. We got we plenty do. of games. Uh we got great like game wise. I can't wait. I'm Correct. going to Madison. I can't wait to go to that game with, with Michigan and Wisconsin. And I think the slate sets up perfectly. You going to see Kenny D? I don't know if Kenny D. I don't, I'm not. I'm not on Ke- the level that you're on with Kenny D. All right. Kenny D knows Scott. He doesn't right. know me. Kenny right? D. I just Doyle. say hey. I'm Kenny D. Scott's and producer. Deutsch and all those guys. Yeah. I'm prob- I probably. No? Probably right. won't. I'm, just, I'm going to Wando's. I'm posted up at Wando's, <laughs> good and I will be. be there. Um. So. Jay, be ready for me. Uh, third floor, I'll, I'll take that to myself. Uh, but no, this late session, 11 a.m. noon local, uh, 11 a.m. local kick bear for me out at Madison. So I got curfew Friday night. Don't be texting me late. I'm going to bed. Oh, I want to take it all in Saturday morning uh, in Madison, which is one of my favorite venues in, in, in all the country. Um, but uh, we got to start in Athens. You're going there. First off, last week. It was awesome. Yeah, it's great, great. How many cases of bush light did you see? All, all I know is, you saw the Reese tweet on Saturday morning with yes. the looking like the field of dreams with the with the lights headed down the road. You and riding shotgun? I was riding shotgun. As yes. you do, I do. Usually, when you're like the first one in the vehicle. Actually, I wasn't the first one in the vehicle, but 
They they defer to now. Does Pollock get his own car? Pollock, Herbie Pollock, gets his Pollock own car. Pollock was not in that car. That was. So uh, I'm saying they get their own car. It, it just depends on what time you're coming in. Like well, I, I know I, no one's going in as early first, as you the first, are. The first vehicle is RD, myself, you. Jimmy G, and Drew okay. Gallagher, the producer and CP. Gallagher gets up that early. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, imagine that. Huh. I would, that would so, have fooled me. So we're 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 pulling in. And there's someone in the road, like we, we think he might be like a traffic, like employee or like a stadium worker, like yeah. waving people to park. Cause so there's just, this is pickup truck. And, and there's, there's a guy like wait, like hold stop. And he's like waving the truck, like to back up into this spot up on a curb to park. And my man must have had about 50 <laughs> cases of bush shrink wrapped. <laughs> On the back of his pickup truck. And the guy waving at me, it was like just like a guy, like, it was his truck. It was like who he was riding with. So it was just like some random fan, like stopping traffic to get his friend up on the, it was awesome. I was like, man, these people are going to have a long, and then the long day got longer. I was saying, you got out of there. Like, like, like we're, we're talking 5.30, 5.30 uh, Central Time. That game didn't end until what, like 9, 9.30 Central yeah. Time? Yeah. That was a long day. Brutal. I don't they know probably how those people they do probably it. had a reload after uh, yeah they, they, they were had to be they very were scary. they were they were they were after it early often and hard and it was a uh, it was a great scene w- w- wish they uh, wish they would have been rewarded with the win but uh, they covered they did they did that was that was good for both of us yep it sure was and now and now this week one of the games I actually had qu- uh, written down here is with a big question mark uh huh was. You want to lay 19 points with them coming off of that game last week, knowing that you got your Big 12 opener next week at Baylor mm. against the UL Monroe offense. It's pretty good. I mean, I guess the thing you have going for you is Matt Campbell can point to the the Florida State game and say, Absolutely. hey, this is what they're capable of. Absolutely. And, and maybe they're just pissed they off. they got to get that offense And maybe going, they're just man. pissed off at the way they gave, they, I don't want to say gave the game away, but didn't capitalize on the opportunity to win last week, and they come out and they win big, but... I, I, it's an see, interesting number. I, yeah, but I would lean. I would lean. I, I know where you're. I know what you're saying there. I would lean towards Iowa State there because they have to get their offense going. And if they don't do it this week, yeah. you know, then they're they're in trouble. Right. Uh, but I, I have trust in him, so I, I would lean. I, I understand what you're saying with the situation and what lies ahead and what just happened. But um, that's a good point. Uh, all right, let's get let's get to Athens. Um, our friends at Vivid Seats who, who are always part of this pod. Uh, gave us some numbers on the tickets for this for this Notre Dame at Georgia game. Uh, the most demand tickets this weekend, uh, based on the median listed price. Notre Dame at Georgia, six hundred and thirty smackaroons. Oh, good! I got I got I got, I got five on the forty. <laughs> I'll pay for the first two weeks of the season's losses. Um, but you, last time you guys were there. Would have been the the LSU game, the Mettenberger. Oh, I was at that game. Mettenberger return. That's was the last time. Forty four, forty one. Yeah, great game. Was. Beckham. That's when yep. I first noticed him catching kickoffs yep. one handed. Love Athens. We've great only been spot. there four times. Really? Yeah. Were you there for the blackout game? Oh yeah. I was sick as could be that day. Really? I literally, I Not literally as sick just as laid on. Fans were later I, that I, night. I laid on. I laid on the bus, just like watching the game. I, I would. I, I had the flu or something. I just, I just could could barely make it through the day. I watched that game and. Uh, on the bus, and for me, at least, it was glad it wasn't a now, competitive game. I didn't feel like I missed anything. You got some awesome uh, historical stuff as far as Notre Dame goes. 
uh, spread-wise, just top 10 matchup-wise. But I want to say, if I read this correctly, since that blackout game where Alabama and Saban came in and mopped them, that was 08 or 09? Yes, 08. 08. That's the last time Georgia's been in the top three and a top 10 team has come to Athens, I believe. I believe that's correct. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, we're talking 11 years uh, where it's been this big. I know they, they got plenty of times. They've had Clemson come in. They've had Bama come in a couple of years Robert ago. teams have come in. Yep. So, I mean, they, they're, they're accustomed to this, but this feels different. It does. It feels different because of the home team. And I, I'm not talking about Notre Dame going on the road. I'm just talking about Georgia itself feels as good. We both picked them to win the national championship. Um, this game has been circled by a lot of people. Obviously, we just mentioned the ticket prices. Uh, so with that, I feel like 14's a lot. You have some stuff on Notre Dame that is not going to be liked by Notre Dame fans. No, it, it, it's amazing to, to think that if you go back since 2000, I mean, they're 1-17 they're in 17 against top five teams, and that is amongst the five worst mm. records in the country amongst any team that has played 10 top five teams in that in that span. And then Brian Kelly's four games against top top five, five teams rather. Uh, they've lost all four, and three of them have been by at least 14 points. So, I mean, uh, again, we saw the uh, the 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 loss they took at the hands of Clemson last year in the semifinal. Uh, people thought last year that they were ready to con- contend and compete against Clemson in that game, and it still showed that there was a gap. And it's it's Georgia or pass for me. Okay. I'll probably have Georgia in my money line parlay yep. that I'll post on ESPN Chalk later tonight or mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. Um, I can see why someone would like Notre Dame in this spot because it is a lot of points, and, and the back door won't be open, but, but it's just – the trouble they've had. So I, I know New Mexico is a, a run, running offense, so the numbers are going to be a little bit skewed. But but Louisville had a lot of success, especially early in that game. Yes, and, and they have some injuries of their own now. I don't know. I, I worry that this could get out of hand on Saturday night, and we might be sitting here next week reading a couple of days worth of "Wow, is Georgia really the best team in the country?" Something that we kind of been saying for yeah a couple of months now. I understand that the public and all that stuff and the line's gone up. Uh, you know, I think Circa actually opened it Sunday. Didn't, it didn't like open 11, 12? 11 or right, right around there. And immediately the next thing I saw was 13 and a half. Blink of an eye. And now it's 14. So to me, I just feel like these games bear where the momentum and the, the emotion and, and everything is so high to start the game. That the back door is always going to be yep. open, always going to be open, and now you could be. I mean, I could see this going to fourteen and a half. Well, that, that's going to be the you thing. Know? If it goes through fourteen and goes to fourteen and a half, and like doesn't come back down, uh-huh. then that that's that's telling to me that, that that that's basically inviting Notre Dame money, and if they're not willing to come back down, just give me all the Notre Dame money you want. Okay, if it says fourteen and a half. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Notre Dame here. Uh, just because I like the points when there's, like I just said, there's this much emotion involved. I like Notre Dame's offense. I I, I think they have the ability and they get the to tight score. end back, which yeah, is a big deal exactly. for them. Yeah, he's healthy. Um, so I I just I I like Book a lot. Um, obviously when you look back at the Clemson game, all, overmatched, totally overmatched, yep. and Clemson won those jump balls with the wide receivers in the, in the first half, huge touchdown at the end of the first half. And it's a wrap. Uh, one of my favorite bets in the last decade 
was the, the one I think that they covered in the last five was the that Florida game in Tallahassee the pick, against James. The, the pick touchdown. The pick yep. touchdown. Yep. That was one of my favorite. Like I thought, I honestly thought Notre Dame was so built to go in there they and were. win that game. I think we both had them that night. And, uh, and, and, and that. So I don't want to say there that it was that offense, but it's there. He's got some toys to play with. I don't think they have the elite speed at running back. I'm not sure about the breakaway, and I'm not sure you're going to break away many many things against Georgia. But I like Book his ability to to move the change. I think he can keep them close enough early. Obviously, the biggest factor on the road is when you get that ball on on, on the side of the fifty going in. Are you scoring seven or are you scoring three? And on the road against Georgia, you are going to need to score seven. I think he could do that. Uh, to keep him close, the defense is another story. I, I, I think Fromm is poised for a monster game tonight. My only selfish feeling is that I want Swift to get more carries <laughs> because I have a nice Heisman price on him. Uh, but that's a story for another day. More on that game to come later with uh, Coach Tony. Absolutely, we'll we're going to dive dive right into it. Back to some more picks in a second. But Bear, tell us about Allstate. Stanford Stephen the Bear is brought to you by Allstate. Because mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives in the wind, the rain, and on the foot of an errant kick during a trap game. You'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates, charcoal that's not really out, an errant football through a window, a flat tire, a lost side view mirror, and a variety of other things. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is rampant. Underdogs, trap games, unexpected weather, and so on. Get better protected from mayhem with Allstate. Contact your local Allstate agent today. All right, let's go backwards. Uh, let's go to 330 A&M Auburn. I feel like this is going to be one of my picks. This is... Based off a couple things first, um, Kellen Mond, I look back at his numbers, he's just a different guy on the road. He's at home mm-hmm. in this situation. I look back to last year's game. A&M lost a brutal game to Auburn in this spot last year. Just They they just peed away a league. Because they did everything but Oh, my God. It was, it was, it was, I went back and watched the, the fourth quarter, and it was gross. Uh, how A&M. So I think there's a little revenge here. I know everybody wants to talk about Nick's first true road start here. And listen, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that A&M home crowd. I think it's going to be pretty, pretty rocking. I just look at the standpoint of A&M. We know the schedule. I mean, Auburn's got a brutal schedule too, but A&M really, really needs this win. Really needs it. I think the defense is built well enough to slow down, um, Auburn's offense. I thought they played really well at Clemson. Uh, they gave their they gave their team they a chance to win. Defense, defense you know, played great. And Mon made a couple bad decisions. I liked how A and M actually ran the ball early on against Clemson. They found a couple things but going there. He's out now for the year. Yeah, no, but I I I think the I think the I think, line I think, I think the line guys. did that, and I think I could see some quarterback runs coming here mm-hmm. against that Auburn defensive line that's really good. I understand uh, Auburn's offensive line has improved from last year. They rushed for 19 yards against A&M last year in that game on 21 carries. You got to think Malzahn's talking about that a little bit this week. But the number's down to three and a half. And I, I would buy it to three. I actually really like, I was going to talk about a money line parlay in the big games this week that I like a lot. Um, but I like A&M 
Uh, I think they have the goods, and like I said, I just think they need this win, and I think Knicks might be a little subpar and need to be a lot better than he has been throwing the ball because it hasn't been pretty. I, I, all the credit in the world winning that game, Oregon, comes back against Tulane, and I think he was under 50% yeah. throwing against mm-hmm. Tulane. Now that's my Tulane Green Wave this exactly. year you're talking about. That's my squad. Uh, big one Thursday Ameri- night we'll Ameri- get to later American on. American Athletic Association Conference. Association or Conference. They have American Athletic American Athletic AAC Conference. conference yes. Yeah. So Colonial Athletic Association. Yes, there you I get, I'm getting my AAC, my AAC and my CAA getting uh, confused. Uh, I'm A&M. I'll take Jimbo here. Yeah, it, it's interesting because you hit on the Kyle Field angle, and that had not been the case. I think under Sumlin they were like 3-9 and nine, uh, against ranked teams. And I mean, it had always been like this, like, great home field, great home fans, unbelievable atmosphere, and like the record didn't support that. Last year, nearly beat Clemson in that mm-hmm. in that game. Won their other two ranked games uh, last year. So, like Jimbo's kind of changing that culture around. And sure uh, I think the, the the game two weeks ago, we we hit on. Yeah, I I, I can definitely get on board uh, laying the points here with with A and M. Bo Nix on the road uh, against that defense could be could be tough. Again, I, I don't think it's a a blowout type win by any means, but but I, I can I can get behind uh, laying the three and a half where with A and M. I was kind of surprised how low this total is, forty seven and a half. I, well, I think I think that's it's telling you right there about that they know how much Auburn's offense has, has struggled, uh, whether it was against Oregon for much of the game, yeah, whether it was against Tulane for much of the game, and okay. that last week's game doesn't matter. I and, just and, and, and you saw how well the A and M defense did against one of the best offenses in the country. Gotcha. Understood. So that would, that would be my... I, I, I hear you. If I have the lean, though, I'm taking the over in this game. Over? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I just I, I feel like there's enough firepower. I understand that both teams played well defensively against good offenses. I just still think there's there's firepower, okay. and there's more film, and there's more tape, and there's more experience. And I like A&M, and I think Jimbo likes the idea of what... I mean, they were... They played the number one team in the country and hung around. And I think there's more to that than I, I'm still not sure on Oregon. I, I don't know how good that win is for Auburn. Uh, right, it was impressive. You, they still had to win the game. You came away feeling like the better team didn't win. At least I did. Correct. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you there. Uh, next, big games. Let's Even go. That defensive line's really good. Yeah, it is. And big and athletic and just dominant and. In every ways, Madison, Wisconsin, nooner, uh, 11 a.m. local, as I mentioned, is the underdog is howling. Is, is that, it? Is that a tease? I feel like I feel like a lot of people are 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 still in on Harbaugh, and I I can't if I have to in my office pools in this game, I can't pick Michigan. I can't. I know. I know it's three and a half. I, but I'll go down. I'm, uh, let me see it. Let me see it. Was it Ofer against? Well, yeah, it's, it's, as a dog. As it's, a dog. It's, it's, I think it's third. I think Michigan is I think a it's team. 12. This is a I think Michigan. I think Michigan is a team. Has lost twelve or thirteen straight games against, against uh, as an underdog. And Harbaugh, since he got there in two thousand fifteen, zero uh, and six. I mean, in that span, yeah, he they they hold that big ups against, upset against SC. Uh, had some good wins as dogs. When he was at Stanford, but Harbaugh at Michigan, the era, this is the time period I'm talking about. In 2015, there have only been two 
full-time Power 5 head coaches that have been an underdog at least six times and haven't won a game outright. Harbaugh's 0-6, and Tom Allen in Indiana's 0-14. My man, so, Tom Allen. Love so Tom Allen. You got, you got three games against Ohio State. You got the game at Penn State. Uh, you got the Utah game, and you got the Wisconsin game a couple years ago. So wow, it, it's Utah, a, that's right. It's first very first game. Huh. And they were in that game, too. They were winning. Yeah. Right? Here's what I will say. I got two things, and I can't wait to see it in person because I really want to see the kid come into the game. I think McCaffrey's better. I think he's more consistent. Now, I know I'm not there every day yeah, in practice. Correct. I know I shouldn't be saying it. Yep. I'm just saying I, I, I right now I, would, I just think it might. Now, against Army, I talked about it last week, there was no spot to put him in the game. You cannot take Patterson out of that game knowing how not free-flowing it was. Okay, <laughs> Now, Michigan has elite talent on the on the perimeter. Okay, that's why they're in this offense. Okay, and but we do they? This, but do they? Yes, absolutely. Those guys are elite, man. I, Black and 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 uh, uh, Peoples Jones hasn't played. I understand that. Black is I still think much- the other guy. I mean, when they're I I I, I think they are, and they're healthy. And Wisconsin, I get it. The run game is, is is great, but who have they played against? Nobody. I mean, fire up chips. We love them, <laughs> but I mean, just they should have just stayed home. My favorite part is that they were in winners that week. <laughs> just. South Florida, we saw that. Maybe, maybe I think I smack only wanted to go get that shark bowl. Maybe wasn't just to, just have fun with it and say, yeah, it was me. It all went downhill from that. And it so all that's downhill. That's that's where I could see this becoming a game. Michigan. I think the the guys. Are on the outside are are pretty elite, but I will say, Jim, Jim Leonard's a line. serious defensive coordinator. Offensive line is. I just saw uh, Runyon's back, so they'll need him. They're going to need exactly. They need him. Uh, I can't wait to watch this game in person. But the three and a half. I know people love that hook. I just it's a stay away for me. Yeah, I, I absolute I, stay away. I, I just can't, and you know, like I said, I'll lay the three and a half in in my pools and stuff. Uh, that I'm in, but I I I just want to see the game. I know it's uh, what do we got for a, the old number on this? Forty three. Until, until Michigan's I, defense gave up like three point eight against Army yeah, against they, the run. Defense hasn't been the problem. So that that I really like their secondary too. So that's I think if Michigan wins, it's going to be a higher scoring game. I think I think it plays. You, into, think, you think you think they finally break out? Yeah. If they if they win, that's how that's how it's going to go. Um, so that's I mean that's that's it's fascinating to me. I can't I can't wait to be there to watch these teams go at it. Just something about Michigan on the road. I like I like seeing it. It's a it's a big name you know, and, and, and a big atmosphere. Two good bands. Two very good bands. Very good. But but, but yeah, you you hit on I, I until I see it from Michigan mm-hmm. offensively until Gaddis gets a, a rhythm. As a play caller, until their offensive line plays better as a unit, uh-huh. uh, until Patterson stops fumbling the ball, until they show a, a difference maker at running back, a, like a, a, an elite type guy, mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to get behind. I mean, I mean they 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 could win this game by double digits, so they could lose it by double yeah. digits. Yep. I mean, there's no outcome that really would surprise me here because I mean, look, Wisconsin's been awesome against those two teams, but at the same time. It could just be a, t- a total front and just a, a a facet of who they who they played. So it, it's a it's a stay away from me. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna unfortunately probably miss the first half 
of of, of the game. No one feels bad for you because you're gonna be flying private. Okay. I want to watch the game though. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be in Austin by the time second half gets. Can the airlines, even the private ones, figure out that we need to watch apps on the some, plane? Some, Come on, I was gonna say whoever can get the you don't have go go in flight. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's you, it's terrible it's though. Terrible. It's it terrible. doesn't work ever for me. It's terrible. I feel so bad. Nah. Ever, we just need that direct TV monitor on every single one of these planes. And yeah, Herb Street, Herb Street needs to work that into his next deal. Seriously, site game game day to site plane must have direct TV monitor. Come on, 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 on to, to watch games. All right, let's go. You mentioned it. You're going on a plane. This might be my favorite game to watch this weekend. It's Oklahoma State. They're in Austin against Texas. Uh, you were in Austin for game day. Um, you were there for the game against LSU. This one's really interesting to me. Uh, I thought about giving out Texas. I like Texas in this spot. Numbers come down too. So yep. I, I think you wait, really, wait a little bit longer. You might be able to get a better number. I really, really think Texas staff knows a lot more about their team because of that war they had with LSU. They might not, they might not like what they know about that secondary now though. I understood, but. You, I mean, they still. I thought they. I, I think they created enough negative plays to win that game, and I thought Reese made a great call in that game uh, when he talked about Todd Orlando talking about the importance of creating negative plays now in the game and what's become with the spread mm-hmm. and and defensively just trying to do that to put teams in predictable uh, spots, which has always been the case, but even more so now. Yeah, he, teams he, are gambling he, to, he's, take, to get negative. He's the plays. ultimate high risk, high Absolutely. reward. And I just Oklahoma State. You look at the. I watched the Oregon State game. I really. I noticed the offensive talent. Obviously, I noticed the offensive talent every single game. But you played Tulsa, uh, McNeese State, I think, and and the Beavers. You haven't faced a lick of defense, like nothing. I mean, Texas's guys up front. I still, like I said, they still created uh, enough pressure for me. Burrow hung in there on some throws, but I I, I just feel like Texas is. Is in a spot they're they're more tested and they're at home. It's a night game. You saw the atmosphere. It's not like it used to be no. in the Mac Brown. Like they got music pumping in there and everything. Quarterbacks first start for the Pokes on the road uh, in a true road environment in a conference. I should say Reeser Stadium. Reeser Stadium Reeser does not count. Sorry, they're, 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 that uh, saw the the buzz saw that no, they get, get cranking no, on third down. No, don't get me started on that. Uh, not good times back at the old Reeser Stadium when it was seventeen thousand. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll leave that for another day. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm Longhorns. I'm taking in my in my office pool. Here. What, what, what's the total? Seventy three. Seventy three and a half. That's really high. Yeah, but I, I can see it. I can really? see. Yeah. I, I, wow. I, mean, I, I would lean you, on. You look, okay. you look at you look at Oklahoma State. What they've done offensively against Texas. They put up points. And they beat them what five straight in Austin, four straight in the series. I think I think it is. I loved Last year, Ellinger was that game where no one knew if he was going to play. Right. He came off the shoulder against Baylor. Come back. And, and, and then and, he was yep. really rusty. Really rusty. But, they were down 31-14 at the half last year. Yeah, I, I, I can see this uh, as a 41-34 a wow, okay. type game. I really can. Okay. I, I think Oklahoma State's offense is legit. I think their defense is going to give up a ton of points uh, this week. I would I would lean toward. I mean, I would lean towards playing the over in this game. I would... Stay away from the side just because Gundy's been so good as a dog. Okay. Uh, I think it's eight and one against the number seven outright wins. Mm-hmm. Last nine games as a dog. It looks like one of those underdogs that's like so obvious 
in, in this spot. Yes, that's that, that's, that's why I'm point. saying if you if you like Texas like you do, I'd probably wait a little bit because this number might come down from from five and a half. I think is what it is now to five or so. You might get uh, a, a better number. But if I had to play anything in this game, I'd play the over. I know it's Joe Public, but hey, it's the Big Twelve, Division One football. One question: Can we see Texas in your money line parlay? No, no, no. All right, no. Not like the Longhorn Week. No, I, 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 I understood. I could, I could see the money, the money on parlay. I try. I mean, even though BC bit me on Friday night, which was oh, how do you lose that game? Lose? How do you get? How do you, how do you get? How do you get rolled at home? And 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 the sub layer is what does it say about Virginia Tech? I got a little uh, project if we have time for okay. a little uh, conference crossover matchup. Ooh, we like that. We like uh, we like conference crossover. Uh, let's get Friday night. We got to talk uh, Utah at SC. I know. Uh, uh, was it Seth Walder to FBI? Yeah, he liked he likes the points here. Uh, I basically said the FBI's reasoning was they were basically about the same in uh, yards per play against BYU, which was the common opponent. Both games were in Provo um, with these teams, and he, he thought the points were enough here. Are they about the same on the coaching staffs? That was, that, that, that was a little sarcasm. I know, I know what you're saying. What I will say here, though, is USC has had to bring it every week. And mm-hmm. Utah, after that great opening season game we had, you know, the buildup of the Holy War and everything, they've played two – Ultimate cupcakes, and so I could. I know people like saying home team with the points. They've been tested overtime last week in Provo. You're not sure Slovis came back down to earth. If I, I thought had he li- played okay early on, though they had a chance. Those picks were bad, Damn. bad. And I know the last one wasn't his fault, but you can't come out and throw a three step stick route and a guy sitting there pick route. I mean that's that's one on one stuff. Shout out to BYU for being ready for that early on. Um, but if I had to lean this way, I, I, I'd go Utah just because I love I love having that team, no matter what it is. And I will get into Coach Winningham later on in the show. It's a little tease for my top five coaches. But I, I can't go against Utah in this spot. I know the talent they have on that defensive line. They're just going to keep bringing waves at Slovis. I think they're good enough on the back end to, to keep guys in front of them. And the running back is an absolute man child, yep. and he is that good. So I would lean Utah in this game. And the and obviously, thirteen times as an underdog, they've lost twelve of them under Helton. So his teams typically, when they're an underdog, don't respond. And two and eleven games. ATS is that two and eleven said, ATS right? one and twelve outright though the win the win up at Washington where they played an awesome game and. There's really, also some games at home that aren't good. Oh no, there's some mine like not good. You you it's funny you, I I pulled up the uh, the FPI sheet here when you mentioned Seth's uh-huh. column and I was just going down the uh, the FPI differences. There is like like a shocking type. Well, well, first of all, FPI has a uh, Georgia by six by six point two. So FPI agrees with you that Notre Dame is a play this week. Oh boy! But there there is FPI a, hasn't been good. There's a shocking no one. A sh- no, no, they haven't been. You're right. All right, yeah, yeah. The one right there, 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 two right around there. Western, they have Western Michigan as a favorite. I have this at game Syracuse. Cir- I have this game circled. They have Western Michigan favored at Syracuse. That's scary. Which is interesting, and they have BC Rutgers as a pick. Really, BC Rutgers as a pick. 
Whoa. So that, that is a strong play on the State University of New Jersey. If you're BYR, BC is a seven and a half point favorite right now. Yes. And, and, I, and the, the football power index says, wow. The State University of New Jersey is a strong play this week. It's an old nooner on, in Piscataway. Nooner, big, big, Ten. big Ten Network. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, and, and, and tune in Saturday. Our RD and I have a great note about, uh, uh, on this game. That on we'll, BC Rutgers? BC Rutgers. All right, yeah. tune in. Look, 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 looking forward to breaking that one out. I watched, don't, the, don't I, I watched the 9 a.m. hour start to finish. Good for you. And the guys were trying to take shots at you early. They were. See, Reese said, asked if you were on the Eastern Michigan payroll. I should be. <laughs> I should be. Even though I felt, uh, I, I, I felt dirty week one going yeah. against them and then. You should. Un, uh, under, on the granite? Under, underdog. Road against Lovey, ding, throw the ring the throw bell. Throw gonna say, <laughs> repeat, 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 repeat. EMU. Uh, other nooners here. Um, do you you got anything on Tennessee, Florida? I might take Tennessee. I was thinking about like, that. If I had to play the game, I mean, it, it was awesome that what they. I mean, I I still don't know how they won that game last week. No, I that was for someone having How's a Kentucky getting up off the deck uh, in Starkville. That was I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is an un on this is the this is the they'll lose one other game with with the Florida win total. Yeah, like lose to LSU, lose to Georgia, and they'll lose at least one. This I'm like, oh good, this is this is, is the it? other this get is the other it, one, or we got rid of it in week three. Yep. I, I, uh, All right, Tennessee, Michigan. Uh, oh, you got to give your note to the people about Cal Ole Miss. Oh, the, it, it's the. It's the situation from a couple weeks ago yep. with the Stanford, Maryland, St- Mar- Maryland, Maryland, Syracuse. Maryland, Syracuse, and Stanford, USC. Yep. Uh, last 25 games where you've had uh, a team ranked 20th through 25th face an unranked team as, as an underdog, the unranked team has won 21 of them. And that's what we have right here. That's number, the reason no, I'm not giving out Cal. Number 23 Cal on the road against unranked Ole Miss. Two and a half. And Ole Miss to two and a half point favorites. So that, there, if you, you, you can say what you want about a trend or a streak or whatever, but you, but if you've been playing it blind for the last five plus years, you're 21 and four. I you probably bought yourself a nice game. vacation. I love Cal and I can that defense they, travels. Yeah, but, but they're all, their offense stinks. I know. But I still think they can run the ball in Ole Miss. We'll see. Ole Miss's D has actually played pretty well. Fun fact. McIntyre familiar yes. with Cal? Yes. Yes. Look at you reading my I'm, mind. We're, 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 we're simpatico. We're, we're there. Yep. Uh, all right. Noon. Running down West. You mentioned Western at Syracuse. Fascinating game. This this is the line that jumped off to me. I talk about Sunday when I'm first scrolling down. The Huskies plus 27 in Bloomington. I, 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 that, I couldn't <laughs> believe that. 27 points, Indiana, after what I just watched against, I know it was Ohio State. It was Ohio State. I mean, it was what, 30 to 10 at half, and then they didn't score. They're giving 27. You would take UConn? I would. I would. If that's on my office pool, I'm taking UConn. <laughs> uh, Plus, you, I mean, you, they, they could get Penix back, too, which would help. Okay. 27 points? Huskies are back, man. How many are they scoring? Twenty. You think they're getting a twenty? UConn. You think UConn's getting a twenty? I think they could score twenty. I think Indiana would still get to forty-nine. Exactly. Forty. What's forty-nine? 20? Forty-five twenty. Forty-five twenty is a big difference. It's forty-nine twenty. 
Ugh. Do you have anything on Sparty and the Purple Cats from Why? How, how, doesn't this look too easy? Like, isn't this like Northwestern plus the points, Northwestern money line under 39 or what? Like, how can, how can you lay in, in good, in good faith, like in good conscience, lay close to double digits with a team that can't score? A team that lost to this team on their home field last year as a, as a double digit favorite. A team that in their last, what, five games against power five teams has scored three offensive touchdowns and turned the ball over nine times. Like, they haven't scored more than 14 points in any of their last five games against power. And we're talking, we're not talking like world beaters defensively. No. Ohio State, I'll give you. Nebraska, Oregon, Sunge, and Arizona State. Like, that's, and it goes back to what we hit on before the year. And, or, and, and by the way, as as predicted last week in giving out Michigan State, yeah. I think I'm now three and four hundred and seventy seven when giving out a team that I that I <laughs> lost against the previous week. So that was predictable. But uh, how, how? So we're going to pull. How, maybe we you, both will give out Northwestern. How can you lay points there? That's I mean, their defense is great. Crazy. And we all know how great. Thirty eight's the total. And, and what what is it like That's in a Northwestern? Sexy. Wait, 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 it's like 14-3-1 or something like that, oh, and the last 17 gross. is a dog. And gross. Um, I don't know, it, it just looks so obvious. I thought I was ahead of the boys with Coastal Carolina. I should say with UMass, but I can't I can't give 17 with Coastal. They were my money line pick two weeks ago, but yep. UMass is bad. Yeah, they are. Uh, fishiest line, and I, I'm just going to say be careful, okay? I know UCF was really impressive last week. I went back and looked. When Pitt went to UCF last, week, last year mm-hmm. – UCF was given 12 and a half. Yep. Blew them out. 45 14. This year, they're going to pit and given 12 and a half. That, I want to take you. It screams UCF to me. Like, why it, won't they blow out Pitt? It does. At the same time, you look at. Pitt played great they, defense they last play, week. Pitt typically plays well. That's, that's the only time in the last five instances that Pitt's been this big of an underdog and hasn't covered. Yeah. So I mean that was the That's a tough I, one. Can 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 I take this and just take it in a tangent for a second? Go ahead. What the hell is Pat Narduzzi doing? Oh. It, it's it's not analytics, it's not game theory, it's common sense. You kick a field goal down a touchdown on fourth and goal from the one, you're better off taking a knee than kicking a field goal. <laughs> And and the fact that he like doubled and tripled down on it. Yeah. That, what are you doing? Oh, we need two score. Not a no. You need one score. It's seventeen ten. You need a touchdown. And if you don't get the touchdown, you're giving them the ball at the one. Oh. Oh, a, 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 a coaching malpractice. Brutal. Absolutely. Anyway, brutal. watch them. Bow, watch them bow up this week and play well. That's that. I, I could see that happening. UCF's getting a lot of much, pats on the as back. As much flack as I've given given Pitt and their lack of offense, they they played they played well last week at Penn State and Pickett actually threw yeah. Pickett outplayed Clifford. Yes. And Penn State moving forward is going to have some offensive problems. All right. They, they haven't grown up like I thought they would just yet. And they're never going to play again. That's, that's joke. Terrible joke. All Backyard right. brawl should be every year. Hit Penn State should be every year. Texas, Texas A&M should be every year. Every year. Oklahoma, Nebraska should be every year. Off, right. I'm off my soapbox. All right. We're going to get to the rest of the 330 slate and the night games. But first, let me ask you, 
Is there anything better than watching football? Of course there is. Watching football with a DraftKings lineup on the line, especially this week. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, is giving new users a free shot at over $1.5 million in prizes with your first deposit when you sign up with my code, Steve. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, and catch mean more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, all new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. That's some extra cash to play with this football season. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game quite like having a shot at over $1.5 million in prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code STEVE. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. New users, don't forget to enter my code STEVE to get a free shot at over $1.5 million in prizes with your first deposit. That's code STEVE only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25-time playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, got a couple more rapid fires here, Bear. Tough spot for Washington going to Provo. It is a tough spot. They this have, game in the overtime. They it, it might. With what third 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 uh, Pac-12 team in, in four team in four games for BYU. See what it, see what uh, Easton's got on the road. That's that's interesting. I I, I could. I could see myself getting on BYU here. Huskies okay. were good to me last week, but I, 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 they've been terrible as a road favorite lately. Yes. So I, I could see being on BYU. Who's good as a road favorite? Clemson. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what isn't Clemson good at? Yeah, right. Um, skillet. Isn't that the skillet? Yeah, SMU, TCU? I think SMU's got enough they, to hang around there. You, uh, well, they got, they got someone who's like the gold sheet coach of the year. See that last week? Mm-hmm. He, he knows. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's like he's right there with James Franklin in terms of like when 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 they can get the cover when they got an opportunity to do it, he's going to make the boosters happy. Temple seems like they're giving a lot after it a great does. win. That's uh, yeah, laying laying a lot Buffalo. against a team that lost last week. Can App State do it? Yes, I like App State is like the one game this week that I really like. Three. I, I, I think I think App State. So you think they win the game? I think they win the game on the field. All right. I know. I know. UNC is going to get get some guys back from for, from from injury or suspension, whatever it was last week. I forget what, what the exact situation was. I, I we didn't have the volume up, and I couldn't hear uh, why why, they, why why certain guys weren't playing. But but like at, at the App State's good. Yeah. And the, the number is really, really low. I'm just not sure about that defense because I mean, I the Charlotte game they gave up 41. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see like if you see if UNC's guys on the outside are that good and the quarterback plays well, they could give Appalachian State some problems. Okay. So just yeah, keep your eye on that. I do I do like App State. That, that's one I would. Play. I don't care for the SEC conference games: South Carolina, Missouri, Kentucky, Mississippi State. Would you rather watch? I, well, I could I could play Kentucky again. I, yeah, of I think, course you can. You love. I, it. I got a bad feeling about Mississippi State. I actually like the backup. I think better than Stevens. Well, not just. By the way, I love Kansas State. I love what they're doing. God, I love watching that team. I I just worry. Lyman is awesome. Not necessarily like Stevens or the backup. I don't get a good feeling about 
as to how well the they're sporadic. Joe Moorhead era is going to go there. I, I hope I'm wrong. Okay. Because I, I, when, yeah, I like when, when they're good and the fans get into it, it's it's a really good atmosphere. But I, I I worry about their ability to score points. Okay. Would you rather watch West Virginia at Kansas or BC at Rutgers? Hmm. I want to watch BC Rutgers. No, yes. come on. Be, because are you it, serious? Because they're they're with, with 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 West Virginia, Kansas. Like we saw Kansas last week was actually scored like, and like West Virginia like scored scored. We and again, yeah, they were part of the on the column the five underdogs to play outright. <laughs> West Virginia was one of them. Four of them. Why not? Uh, that was good. But like BC Rutgers could be like biblically bad. Like like Rutgers no. Rutgers could be awful in that game if if Adazio's dudes like get their act together. Or like Sunge could like rally and like play well and win. And then that's good for our BC under six and a half. See, I think both defenses are terrible. BC's defense is bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think it's gonna be actually a shootout. What's the over? I don't know. Let's see. What do I got here? I got the numbers right in front of me. Fifty seven and a half. Ugh. Ugly. I'm staying away. That that's that's not. And what Sikowski might play right because yeah. Carter McLean's out. Yeah, have fun. That's a that that's a that's a knockdown a little bit. Yeah. Um. Double digits. Stanford at home. Have fun. How can how can you? you can't. They they look bad. By the way, they're not good. They, they don't have like, anyone like, on you offense. Show, they and showed... the defensive guys got lit up last week. And Secondary like, got lit up. And it's probably gonna. That's supposed to be their strength. Oregon, I watched them last week, and they look like – I mean, they turned it off at halftime, right. but wanted to see more. Uh, Georgia State, Texas State, I don't know why Texas State Texas State points there. First time in 38 games against FBS teams that Texas State is favored. Oh, then i got to take Georgia State. And uh, your, your, your Kansas team, first time in 40 games, Kansas is, a, is an underdog of less than a touchdown against a Big 12 team. It's been a while. Yeah. Clemson, Charlotte. I was looking at that over, but it's really high. I wonder. I wonder if Clemson just kind of goes through goes through the motions here. I think they got to get stuff right. Um, I, I the offense still looks not polished enough to me. I think they come out and, and try and work on some things there. Uh, and then we touched on that. Oh, I kind of like Colorado. Arizona State they, 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 last last year a similar situation when ASU went to Boulder and over seven. It's at, it says seven and a half now. Yeah, so you're getting that. That's that's a tough. All right. I don't know what else was. I'm just I'm just running through the slate here. Okay. NC State laying a big number against Ball. Ball State isn't very good, but no. NC State looked like they had some trouble last week against uh, West Virginia. Okay. Are you ready to rank? Am I am I am I ready to rank? I'm I am I'm, I'm just looking to see if there's anything else here that I'm missing. Like like we said. Sorry, we don't have a ton of games, and there's no big Mike cap yeah. recap. But like, there, there's <laughs> like I, and again, it's not like we're trying to like, hey, we had a great week last week. We want to like not give anything out. Like, if we had stuff that we liked, we we we'd give it out. Like, we've given out like eight games in in, in the past. But okay, I, I just don't. What about Louisville, Florida State? That that's a, that's a game Florida where State's I could best. Florida State played I, I, their I, butts I could, off last. I week. could play Louisville here. I think. Okay. Yeah, if I, mean, I, if I had to pick, I I just I I was just glad Florida State played, but played what, the way they did. What is it about the second half? Is it 
Is it coaching adjustments at halftime that are causing these second half comebacks? No, I just is thought Virginia played is it like conditioning. I, I don't think it had to do with Florida State. I really don't. It sounds like I'm making an excuse for them. I'm not. I just and I the one thing I had is why don't these teams spike the ball when you get a first down? I don't well, understand it. What, 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 what do no you, one does it. Spike it, take a second to regroup, and then hard. run your play. Like everyone in the world, the Lakers is going to get the ball. Yeah, I, Florida. I mean, I called them my number one wild card yep. last year. They're still my number one. And, uh, and, and I, I want to see what they do this. I, maybe you don't play Louisville right at the start. Maybe you wait and get a sign and get an in-game in-game bet on this because I, I think you're going to know early what way this is going to go. For yeah, it's good call. I do think the Virginia defense is pretty good, and Florida State showed they got some guys when it's going. Uh, yeah. I mean, the receivers town. Well, I mean, they, did, good. They, did so against, I just, they did against Boise, too. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if Florida State get, gets cooking, I, I just don't think Louisville has the offense. As, as bad as, as, or I should say, sometimes how weak Florida State's defense is. All right. Coaching rankings. Favorite coaches. Uh, I have my parameters. I said you can't, you gotta be in at least your third year on the job. Uh, and I did power five, um, because I did a non power five too. We agreed to one of your parameters, but then two of us decided that not all of it is what it's okay. going to be. All right. Yes, I got yes, five in all, in all of college football then. Very good. All That's right. What we like. That's what I did. Here we go. Five in all of college football. Okay. I'm there. They have to be in order or no? I just could do five. I wrote mine in alphabetically. I, I, oh, all right, perfect. I, I did mine alphabetically. I'm just, these are no order. Okay, here are my coaches: Kyle Whittingham, mm-hmm. Tom Herman, okay, Matt Campbell, yep, Tim Murphy at Harvard. All right, FC, FCS. That's good. We like that. Yep, and Jeff Munkin. All right, we we. We match two. Whoa. We match two. Whoa. How about that? And Whittingham was the first one out. So it's scary how similar we're thinking here. Holy moly. Matt Campbell. And my my criteria, I went with, I wasn't going to put in anyone who I've worked with here and or consider a friend. So, you're not getting Chip Kelly. You're not getting Herm Edwards. You're not getting Mac Brown. Okay. Uh, you, you're, you're not getting Manny Diaz. So I'm like I'm like uh, avoiding like anyone who I like Butch Davis. Anyone who I've worked with and consider like a friend or have a relationship. That's why I did the three year because uh, I had not eligible like Kleiman, Neil Brown, Ryan Day, Scott Frost, uh, Les Miles. I, I I just had on that list. You got to be in at least your third. By the way, year. before I give you the rest of my, did you see our? Most fortunate athlete ever. Before we were taping the pot, Harry Kane. Ridiculous penalty call. Penalty kick from the spot. Gee, what a shock. Uh, all so, right, Matt Campbell. So Matt Campbell, number one. I just love guys that love them. win games with don't necessarily have I, the best talent. And I also didn't, like, gambling, I, I guess, is part of this, but it's not really. Right. Uh, like I, I like you're saying, your parameters, your it, favorite it, it, guy, it, the way you, you guys you just like. Right. That's That's what I did. He he's one and, and, just, and just seeing him, seeing him in Ames, like he's a guy who I'd I'd play for. Absolutely, Chris Love Creighton him. in Eastern Michigan. That job was like the maybe the worst in the country. Yep, and he's taking them to ball games now, and be, he's beating a Big Ten team three years in a row. 
I, Ain't arguing with that. They, they paid gonna... Bear to say this. <laughs> How much did you get? You Bear? are on How the much payroll at Eastern Michigan. I should be. All right. I was gonna say. I, mean, well, I know what I'm getting they're, they're for gonna Christmas. Be, they're gonna be if for, they don't send you a gift, they're box. gonna they're gonna be looking for money from me real soon really, as a booster. But but seriously, they he he's gonna be a name to watch and see right. what type of like middle tier power five job opens up. And because he's someone I would hire in a heartbeat. Okay. Je- Jeff Monken. Perfect guy at the perfect school. Wow. I mean, try and wow. find a more impressive individual than him. Okay. Dan Mullen. I love him. Just Mississippi oh, okay. Mississippi State, one with less. The, the, the job that he's done with quarterback last week, and he just, I had decided on this beforehand, but getting putting Kyle Trask in a position to win that game in Lexington on the road, guy hasn't played in like forever. You know what I heard about uh, Trask? You probably know. Well, he hasn't started a game since his freshman year of high school. Yeah. You know who he backed up in high school? I I know this, and I forgot it. I I was listening to our friend Andy Staples, De'Eric King. Yeah, that's right. I I, I did hear that. Unreal. Shout out Staples. And then the last guy's Matt Rule. I mean, I just love his ability. He's he's my guy. I knew it. He he, he went with offense, went with defense. He can win as a favorite. He can win as an underdog. Tough mentality. Okay. Those are my five. But Whittingham was the uh, the first one I loved. Wow! Up. All right, Wit. Uh, Someone, I also so, so. have Whittingham too. Like it's my favorite fun fact because back in the day when I produced Trevor Match at College Game Day Radio, I tell the story all the time. They Kyle, Trevor Match went head to head against Kyle Whittingham in practice every single day, and Trevor <laughs> Match still says if there was a wrestling match, steel cage style. Battle Royal, whatever it is, Kyle Winningham would win amongst Division One coaches. And, and and next week, Steve and I will have our five least favorite college football coaches. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that that might have that to be a sponsor. <laughs> I would have to that. pass uh, on that. I, so, the non-Power Five were, were tougher to narrow down for me than okay. Power Five. I believe um, that. Power Five guys I that were on the list that missed Jeff Brom. Uh, must champ, love them. I just love those guys. I, I just think they're they're great dudes. No Mike Leach, no Mike Leach. Uh, burned me way too many times. Uh, Harbaugh, but then he unfollowed me on Twitter. So that's it. Paul Christ, like that guy. Underrated, like that. Very guy. underrated. Um, Willie Fritz, Rolovich, my man at Hawaii. I love that guy. He's a wild card. I can't. The guy. I will admit this. Okay. The guy I can't have on my list is because he's at a rival, and that's Wilcox. Just Wilcox, yeah. Please go somewhere else, Mr. Wilcox. Like USC? <laughs> no. Not, just leave. Get out of the Pac-12. Uh, Tedford's on there. The guy's, in, yep. the guy's unreal. Holgerson's my man. My man at Navy. Bill Clark's on there. Um, yeah, Bill Clark would absolutely be on the group of five list. So, uh, just, I mean, names. I know we're going to forget a bunch. Uh Will like, but that in it that the not eligible list are some of my favorites, uh, which was really hard to to keep off. So, anything else on yours? I think that's a game day feature you got to do. That'll get that'll get the oh, yeah, that'll, that'll get the feathers. Talk about a a relationship ender. <laughs> You'll find out who listens or watches no, the show though. Exactly. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. what we're gonna say. We're yeah, gonna find terrific. out with us. Um, all right. Let's get you over to Coach Donnan and a preview of Georgia-Notre Dame along with some great story time. We welcome in the man that is 
the voice of our favorite drop on the show. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. Coach Jim Don and Coach, we've been waiting for this week all off season. We had the text chain going, me, you, and the bear. It's finally here. The Irish are coming in between the hedges Saturday night. Bear's going to be in town for game day. Your thoughts initially when we look at this matchup. Well, a lot of excitement here, Steve and Bear. Just uh, really uh, kind of culmination of what Kirby's built up here ever since that big win over Notre Dame out there in uh, South Bend a few years ago. And it, it certainly draws a lot of attention, the fact that uh, you're bringing game day in here and it's going to be a big night game and crowds all jacked up. And you just don't get that many uh, – big games anymore it looks like they're starting to schedule more around the country but certainly this has got all the elements of even though uh, people are talking about george's decided favorite uh notre dame's got some players and they got a good coach and they uh you know they'll challenge this team because georgia really hasn't been challenged to this point so they're gonna gonna get a chance to see how they can play against a good team you you hit on something uh, that I, I'm just curious to get your opinion on. If you were a head coach uh, right now in, in, in 2019, and you, you mentioned like the, the the we don't get too many of these big top ten early season type non conference games in this college football playoff era. If you were a head coach, w- would you want one of these early season games, or would you try and schedule like the, the best path to a potential undefeated regular season? Yeah, I think you got to in today's society here, Bear, just because, of, as evidenced by last year, you only had one undefeated team, Clemson, and uh, at the end of the year. So you're going to get a couple in there with maybe one loss. So I think strength of schedule, certainly I don't study this like you and uh, Steve do, but it's certainly going to help you to have a, a quality win, particularly in George's case where the East is not very good right now and you know, they got the crossover game with Auburn, which should be pretty difficult, and A&M. But uh, you just can't count on your the other teams in the SEC being up there in the upper echelon right now. I mean, the SEC a little bit top-heavy. So I think having a game like this is going to help us. Next year we play Virginia. We got Clemson in the next couple years. So I think every year if you can play one of these teams, it doesn't hurt you to the end of the world if you do lose. But if you can get a win over them, that really carries a lot of weight towards the end of the year. Clemson next couple of years, you you might you might got Clemson coming uh, January fourteenth in New Orleans coming twenty twenty twenty. Hey, that's true. I mean, uh, that could be that could be something. You got to go. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say with Clemson's schedule, it looks like they're going to be in there for sure, unless you know something happens drastically to them. But uh, it's something we talk about every week, and I enjoy listening to you guys talk about it. It's a, it's a big story now with the you know trying to figure out who the four teams are going to be, and already it's down to about seven or eight. I I agree with you, Coach. And when you look at this on the field, you know, uh, you know, I I always respect what you say in our texts all week, every week. Uh, you know, there was there was word coming out of Georgia's camp, fall camp. You know, saying, "Hey, we we might have a secondary this year." Uh, <laughs> when you look at this matchup, you know Notre Dame's strength is offense. They lost a lot to de- on the defensive side in the draft and the NFL talent that they had. But when you look at this game, breaking it down on the field, where where's you know we know Georgia's a fourteen point favorite. Where and why do you think they are? Where's the advantage the biggest? 
Well, you start out playing at home, and then you, the fact that you got a veteran quarterback that's been uh, very efficient, takes care of the ball, has got a high ratio of touchdowns, of interceptions, and you got a big, strong offensive line. So you're going to keep the ball away from Notre Dame for the most part. Plus, we got a really good kicking game. Mm. Got an outstanding place kicker and a good punter and a good punt return team, too. So that, that all adds into it. But I think the difference in our team this year over last year as compared to 17 is we've got a lot more athletes in the secondary, as you mentioned. And with that, we can play a lot of these sub packages that Kirby liked to play when he was at Alabama, where you just don't play one or two coverages and you, and you can really mix up your pressures, zone blitzes and things like that. Because last year we were playing around our defense and uh, we ended up having a great year, but our defense was, you know, was a little bit suspect against the run, but I think that was kind of the plan. We were trying to keep people from throwing against us with dropping some people. So we can be pretty aggressive with these uh, defensive backs. We got their athletic and J.R. Reed and, and LeCamp in the back end are really two good safeties on top of that. All right. Uh, we'll be looking for that for sure. On the offensive side, you believe Georgia's got the best O-line in the SEC? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody talks about it because we're so big, but yeah. they're very athletic, and we got a, a right tackle right now. Uh, Wilson kind of has a, a bad ankle, and I don't know if he'll be ready to go, but uh, we got a good replacement, and that Salyer kid can move out there, or Mays can move out from guard. So we've got a very strong offensive line, and Sam Pittman really recruits well. So I, I think right now, We've recruited around to what Kirby and uh, Coach Coley want, you know, power ball with these backs. And we got some really good young receivers. We lost some guys, but these young receivers are stepping it up too. But, but again, we really haven't been challenged here. You could get an all-star team from that, mm-hmm. those first three games we played, and they still have a hard time <laughs> playing us. Perfect segue, because I was going to say, they dominated the, the first two opponents, overmatched. How much do you think Kirby – saved hasn't shown uh, in game that Notre Dame could study up because I mean they they could run probably have run six plays on offense in the first couple of games and won every they could have run a base defense in the first couple of days and won uh, just from you having been in that situation as well like how much do you think we're going to see from Georgia on Saturday night that we haven't seen at all this year well certainly there's some things that they've saved uh, you know maybe personnel groupings uh, maybe some things with their pressure package but but overall, uh, you know, we're pretty basic on both sides of the ball. I mean, you can't invent a lot of different ways to hand the ball to Swift or to, uh, you know, throw play action passes. But uh, defensively, you can use some different groupings and pressures. But the good thing about our team as an old coach here, and I, I'm talking in those terms, is in practice, our guys see a very competitive situation every day. You guys has the benefit compared to most people that aren't, are listening. I mean, the people that are listening to the show, you get to watch teams practice, and we're very, uh, very competitive. Go one versus one a lot, mm. so we're challenged a lot in practice, and uh, and that really helps you prepare for the games. And you get to run a lot more plays in practice too. So I think we're going to be a little bit more diverse, but at the same time, we're not going to come out there and look like some kind of you know, uh, trying a lot of different trick plays and gadget stuff. I mean, we're a pretty basic football team, but very physical and very, uh, very fast. What, what about Notre Dame? Do you think Kirby would be most worried about? Like, like, if he's going into this game, is it 
Is it, is it something on offense? Is it, well, you know, a lot of things that worry you. The team that went undefeated last year to the playoffs, they know how to win. They know how to play in tough environments. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about their record against top five teams, but that's hard to be very good against top five teams uh, with anybody. I mean, you know, there's nobody that's overwhelming. Look at Michigan, uh, their situation. Mm-hmm. So I think the thing that it's always given us a little trouble and gave them trouble at Alabama is a mobile quarterback because you can't play two man against them. You can't play man under and two deep because if he breaks the line of scrimmage, book can really hurt you. And yeah. uh, so we, we got to mix up our coverages. And uh, this is a veteran quarterback that won the job from Wimbush. And I like the way he competes. And they got some physical receivers that can get the ball on jump balls on the edge. So we're going to have to be uh, get some people in his face and get them off the field because if we could get ahead of them, our defense is like piranhas when we're ahead. I mean, they can really get after you. I love a defense full of piranhas, Coach. Love that. Um, hey, if you're walking around Athens at all, our friends at Vivid Seats are saying if you find one of these tickets for this game, you could get like 630 bucks. You know that? Is that all? Yep. Hey, well, I mean, I mean, hey, that, that, that's wait, wait, what they're wait, saying. I'm, I'm say, sure you your, got your more seats, connections your than seats us. might be a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna get one in a sky suite, you're talking about three or four bills. Oh, uh, you got big bills. So, uh, but th- it's a big ticket, and I think it's gonna be impressive. And Bear will see it here, and hopefully, I'm gonna get to see him uh, Friday. But uh, th- there's gonna be a lot of people outside the stadium. You know, they're saying there's gonna be seventy, eighty thousand people here that aren't even gonna get in the game. So it's gonna be a an unbelievable atmosphere. Uh, Eight o'clock start, and. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, the weather's cooling off a little bit. It's still supposed to be about 86 at kickoff, so the hotter the better for us because, you know, we, we want to welcome those people from the Midwest in here to Sanford Stadium. Yeah, bring your walking shoes if you haven't been there. A lot of hills on that campus, people, just, just so you know. Uh, Coach, I mean, we know we've talked about your success in, in, back in the day coaching in Oklahoma and in Athens. You, uh, We asked you for a little story time. You You got one for us? Yeah, I got two quick stories for you. You know, everybody always talks about Oklahoma and about Switzer and everything and the and the, the, the run we had there uh-huh. with all those guys and and a team that really just hated us. And, and you know, it's just normal and uh, nothing against. I have some good friends there in Oklahoma that went to Oklahoma State, but they just uh, despised us. And, uh, you know, we had a good run against them. And uh, we we always stayed in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. And then drove over there the, 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 that day of the game. And uh, Jamel Holloway was our quarterback, quarterback, and he came up to me on Friday night, and he said, Coach, he said, i got this bird that's flown in here from L.A., and uh, I've got her a driver, and I, I was wondering if she could get behind the bus and follow, you, follow us <laughs> to the stadium. And I said, yeah, that'll be okay. Just let me okay it with Switzer, and I asked Switzer and everything. He said, that's great. Because we had, you know, three buses and some state patrolmen and everything. And there's always a few cars that got in there, too. So so the next morning I got up and I'm walking out to the bus and uh, I'm looking around. And I see this big, big black stretch limo. I mean, envision the biggest one you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm thinking that some country singer is there for uh-huh. some kind of event, you know, there in Oklahoma. I said, man, that's the biggest limo I've ever seen. So I get on the bus and everything. And. So Jamel gets on. I said, hey, you going to get her to, to jump in? He said, yes. Yeah. I, said, I said, what kind of car she's in? He said, she's in the stretch. <laughs> I, said, I said, come on, Jamel. 
And he said, yeah. So I said, hey, just tell her to get in behind him. So here, anyhow, we drive over there, three buses, a few cars, and this big black stretch limo with, with guns ablazing. I mean, we got to all these people, uh, you know, with the sirens on. We get to the stadium, and they're all set up, you know, for parking for the three buses. But they're not ready for some stretch, you know, <laughs> particularly if it's an Oklahoma guy, you know. Yeah. And so Switzer jumps out of there and, and sees that it's it, it's Jamel's girlfriend. He starts arguing with them and everything. And they think that Switz, that this this group's with Switzer and everything. And they're trying, and it, it goes back and forth. But anyhow, finally they let them park it. But there's not many times you get a stretch limo in there with one of your players. And then the other one was – Later in the year, we're playing Nebraska for the, and whoever won went to the national championship, and we ended up beating uh, Nebraska and and going and beating Penn State. But anyhow, we had an open date the day before uh, that week, and uh, so Switzer's telling our players, "Look, you guys got to really bear down now and and stay around here, and we, we don't want any trouble. Just keep focus, and we'll come back Monday and get going." And and so anyhow, uh, ABC had set up to interview. Uh, Steve Taylor, their quarterback, and Jamel at halftime of uh, the game that they had that week. I don't know which game it was, but it's on a Saturday. So they go in first, and they, you know, I'm going to watch it because I'm I really want to see what's going on and see what Steve Taylor has to say. So they go into Lincoln, Nebraska, and there's Steve Taylor with his Nebraska football shirt on, and he's just doing a great job. He said, look, we had a short workout today, and we're really focused on OU. you got to remember, our team's off. We're not practicing or anything. So I'm trying to figure out where they're going to interview Jamel, you know. And So then it comes on and said, here we are from the Los Angeles Coliseum, and we got uh, OU's quarterback, Jamel Holloway, right here. And about two seconds later, my phone rings and switches and says, what in the hell is Jamel doing out there? Well, anyhow, he had flown out there to watch a couple of his buddies play for USC, and he's out there talking about, I had to come out here and back my boys, you know, against UCLA. So it shows you kind of the difference in the two programs right there. Oh, man. That, it just shows you how people still got around back in the 80s, Coach. Hey, he could. He had some he – had, he moved around. He was a great quarterback. Still, uh, until this year, when uh, Lawrence yeah. won the national championship, as his last kind of win one, and and you know it was he was just kind of we had some good good discipline and everything, but sometimes these kids, do, you know, you just you can't figure out what they're going to do. And I mean, this guy leaves and goes out to L.A., but he's back on Sunday <laughs> for practice. <laughs> Don't ask how, right? Don't ask That's how, right? That's right. Nah, Jamel, he was my favorite player growing up. That was my first inklings of college football. I was watching your offense and the, and the Sooners back in the day. So that's great. He, uh, could, he could he woo! could ride into side. He man. sure he could, could. He could. He could take that guy up in there and then take it to the edge. He's like a little bowling ball on the corner. You know, we used to, we used to block for the quarterback to keep it as much as we did. Yeah. To pitch it, and and then we had to figure out ways to keep keep Jackson happy because we wouldn't throw the ball, so we ran reverses to him and <laughs> let him catch some punts. But uh, it was it was a great team. Very good, coach. Well, I appreciate you checking in uh, with us, and we we looked we got to uh, most importantly, without getting, letting you go here, we got to get the steamer. Yeah, we got to get that, and uh, I'm glad some of these people are looking forward to that. As long as a lot I'm, of people looking I'm their best to friend, it. as long as I pick it right. Yep, right? exactly. You got a pretty good run. I think. I think, I think you got uh, what one, one wrong last year, like that good Pitt Syracuse game. Right. I think I'm on a little bit. I don't want to get too cocky though, because last week 
if if I'd have had more than one, I'd have probably missed a couple on some of those bad beats that you guys talk about. But <laughs> and you know these people at the club that I mean I don't do any of this wagering, but these ki- these people I talk to at the club they they I'm still their friend sometimes, but sometimes they get mad at me. But I, I really think uh, this week my steamer is going to be Wisconsin. I just feel like Ooh. Michigan's got to mm-hmm. prove to me that they can do it, and Wisconsin's been very impressive, even though they hadn't been tested. Uh, I like the running game; their quarterback looks solid, but. I like uh, Wisconsin laying the three and a half. All right. You heard it there. Uh, well, hopefully, uh, I'm not sure Bear's going to bring his wallet, so make sure you bring your wallet if you guys meet up for lunch. <laughs> hey, I guarantee you, I'll take care of Bear anywhere. Atta boy. I, I appreciate all you guys do for uh, college football and, and for being my friend, too. Always great catching up with Coach. Uh, really, really loyal guy and, and, and one of the best awesome. uh, guys. Awesome to, guy. I, 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 we, we can't say about, enough good things about him. We, we talked about like our, our like favorite coaches, like relate guys. We were he's oh. just. I mean, he could. I mean, you could just sit and listen to talk. him tell stories and talk football for for hours and and not be bored. He, he, he he's been everywhere in every different style of offense and every ton of different leagues and just just an awesome dude. Won national titles, yeah, national titles yeah. of all all levels. Uh, if you ever look back, and my favorite is even wore that big Marshall top hat. <laughs> uh, all right, that's going to do it. Coach would definitely be on my favorite coaches list. Uh, send us whatever you want. I, like I said, my DMs are always open. Uh, we will get those T-shirts. They are out. We are uh, discussing how to get them out. So um, we'll do the same thing we did last. No, no one posted anything last week. Yeah, they were too they, they were hammered. Like, I had people DMing me like asking for shirts. Like that's not how it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, not. People are already out there. They yeah, listen, so, I guess. So, they hit yeah, them up they, on they the Twitter did, no, handle. And, and, and the thing was, I got like a bunch of people taking selfies on Friday. All right. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this is great. People people want shirts. And like, right. One person photoshopped themselves. Yeah, I with saw me. that. Uh, and then somebody sent one from like a Final Four you were at. Did you see that one? <laughs> um, but yeah, we got the shirts. We'll get those out going. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, we for first five to post this week for Athens. Yeah. We'll send your shirt. Say hi to Bear. In Athens. Um, oh, one other thing. I have to say this real quick. Colorado, that's what you get for wearing uniforms you shouldn't be wearing. Your school colors are black and gold. Correct. Don't come out here in gray. Same thing with UCF. Your school colors are black and gold. Get the gray and get rid of it. Don't wear it. You can wear a black helmet, but just keep the uniform the same. Why do you have to wear a gray? That's not your school colors. Especially when they're black and gold. And especially when your uniform is awesome. Yeah. When you got the black top and the gold pants. So, I had to say that. That, that really, when I saw them come out, I'm like, they're going to lose. How do you feel when Duke wears black, uni- black uniforms and hoops? Don't mind it. Really? Don't mind it. That's okay. No, their colors, yeah, are, their colors are blue You can't and white. have gold and then be gray. You can't. Can't do it. But you can have blue and white and be black. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure we have the, the parameters yes, squared away here. Yes, you can. All right? That's finalized. Colorado, stick to I mean, you have great uniforms. All right, Bear, take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.